When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the Texas A&M Sports Network, from Learfield, welcome to the postgame show presented by St. Joseph, your primary partner for primary care and the official health care provider of Texas A&M Athletics. Once again, here is the voice of Texas A&M Basketball, Andrew Monaco. Welcome back to Reed Arena. Fighting Texas Aggies are 11-2 in the SEC, and with Alabama's loss to Tennessee tonight, the Aggies are one game out of first in the SEC. Alabama falls to Tennessee. They're 12-1. The Aggies are 11-2 and and one game back at the top of the SEC. Is it an understatement to say that we're playing for a whole lot at this point in the season? I have to bring this up, okay, because I thought it was really, you know, he's a friend of mine, and I worked with Mark Wise, Sunshine Network in Florida. And when we were courtside at LSU, he said there's, resume, there's games that are resume protectors and resume builders. This was a resume builder tonight, wasn't it? No doubt. And, and again, I, I don't know. I feel like I have a little bit of perspective on basketball, but if you know anything about it, you know how important this win would have been to Arkansas, especially if they're – middling right now six and six or whatever they are six and seven now yeah and so you come in here and you getting you're getting people's attention now you come in here and beat the second place team and go okay Arkansas is put together they got they got through all their injuries and they played extremely well but if you look at it now and you understand what you got and you see a team pick themselves up and make plays through the course of a second half that weren't easy and to win so yes this is a huge resume builder the Aggies John there's about 13 minutes and I might be conservative of scoring droughts by Texas A&M but except for 
a little bit. Like the first scoring drought was seven minutes, but they were only down 11-4. So they were doing, they were getting what they needed to do on the defensive end. They couldn't score on the offensive end. They made the run. Arkansas countered. Arkansas takes the lead. Big three by H at the end of the half. Then Wade happens, right? Aggies take the lead. Arkansas responded again. And then Arkansas had a 49-42 lead in that second, 49-44 lead in that second half. It was the Aggie run. And then the drought that happened at the end of the game was Arkansas's nearly five and a half minutes. We talk about games of runs. What do you do during those droughts? Can you make it, okay, maybe just 2-0 or 4-0 for the other team? But the Aggies, you said it, they got the stops when they absolutely needed it because they kept Arkansas within reach throughout right. this entire game. Yeah, that extended run it would killed us at, at Arkansas or in, in most any game. But okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna plug. You got I'm gonna use, I'm gonna just throw this at you. Yeah. What is what is the the, the coffee commercial that you, how do you say optimum what, what? optimum performance preview? Yeah, okay. That so one on the community coffee the community, show? Yeah, okay, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, so we talked about So sometimes people might pay attention to that. But we said special. <laughs> Two people do. That's right. <laughs> but special situations, okay, think about this. Tight game, special situation, late clock, out of bounds play, Hayden hits the three. Yep. What do we say? when if, in, in tight games, big, big moments, you know, what are you doing in these specials? That's a special. Timeout, out of bounds, under. A delayed play out of the out-of-bounds, uh, Wade hits a three at Tyrese' great assist. So those little bitty things, they stop runs. It's But those were orchestrated. That wasn't just somebody. That was a team executing something that they work on all the time. That was six points. Yeah. Yeah. What's the, what's the difference I in the game, right? I think that's 62, part of 62-56. Hey, how good was Dexter Dennis? Oh, my God. I mean, on the glass, he had six rebounds in the first half, five in the second half, another double-double for Dex. That's his third as an Aggie, and all three have come in SEC play. Okay, I'm going to throw another one at you because you answered that one pretty good. <laughs> okay. I'm getting quizzed, everyone. That's what I'm saying. I'm okay. getting quizzed. What was the – what? I mean, there's so many big shots. We, you and I, we could talk forever about big shots in this game. Yeah. What What – one sticks out in your mind right now that was a had to have a had to have yes see i i have to go back to i'm i'm thinking wade in the first four minutes okay you're thinking of something different i'm thinking of henry finishing on that uh, offensive the rebound offensive board. when he crawled right back up in there and got it in the crowd after boots may have been fouled right. going into traffic but taking it to the hoop and again you said you've got to get to the rim that's right. Yes, they have shot blockers, but you have to keep going to the rim. And they did. But Henry was right there. And that putback, I believe, separated this. I think it was tied at 53. I believe so. At that moment. Yeah. And, I mean, that was and that was not easy. I mean, he's battling against guys that have had a, had their way around the rim all night long. But he did not back up, went straight back up after him and finished tough. I, I, I take it back. He, hit he two put for, the four points. He, it made it four. Right. Right? A little more breathing room. It was 55-53 for a while because no one could hit a free no, throw. No, and we were just trading. And then when he put that four-point cushion, nay, it ain't a cushion, yeah. but that four-point. <laughs> felt like it tonight, it, For it? us, yeah. yeah. Just amazing, John. Just, again, this team just, it, it's eye-opening. The, 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 you know, sometimes you use character as the default word, but just there was a toughness. And even though it was Arkansas's style at times, there they were responding. Again, Maturity, poise, 
bring out those adjectives as well. There was no panic, not launching shots that weren't their shots. They didn't always go in, but they were still trusting what they were doing, and everybody, I thought, played their role to perfection. I agree with you. And there's one thing, I mean, if you played at this high a level and, and you invest what these guys do and you battle and battle and battle, and, you know, Anderson has that, beautiful kind of finish and it just doesn't fall uh, dex was going to dunk but he was too far out and it just doesn't you know get there you miss the free throws so it's so easy to get into this trap that oh man that was our chance they don't do that no. let's go make another chance yeah yeah what's next That's let's it. get our stop and we'll get it back 62 56 texas a&m now a game out of first in the sec 11 and 2 in the conference now one game behind alabama who lost at tennessee when we come back, it's our Wells Fargo winning moments. A reminder, Aggie basketball is brought to you by Bud Light, proud sponsor of Texas A&M Athletics, and Bud Light says, Giga Maggies. St. Joseph postgame show rolls on. This is Aggie basketball from Learfield. Our St. Joseph postgame show rolls on from Reed Arena following the Aggies. 62-56 win over Arkansas. How'd it happen? You'll hear in our Wells Fargo winning moments. Holds the ball as Radford goes through. Wade, floater from 15. That's how we get this game started. 2-0, Texas A&M. Wade to H, straight away, wide open three. Yes! That's big. There H buries the three at the end of the first half. The Brett Minnick look-alike. <laughs> yes, he is. Boots picked up by Davis in between the circles at the top of the arc. Boots crossover, gets into the paint. Around Walsh, left-hand counter, and one for Boots. That's Boots. Vintage Boots right there. Vintage. Wade to H, straight away, wide open three. Yes! That's big. There H buries the three at the end of the first half. The Brett Minnick look-alike. <laughs> yes, he is. Taylor, crossover, down the right lane line, all the way to the hoop, counted and one. What a job by Julius Marble right by the hoop, allowing Wade to get to the basket, counted and one. High post left side, Garcia back to four. Fakes the three, drives on Council to up and under. Oh, he spun it in. Wade Taylor, the fourth, is a magician, and the Aggies have a 38-37 lead. Council drives baseline, pass out stolen by Taylor. Who's going to run with him? Boots lays it in. In the right wing, solo, marble, free throw line, hands off Taylor, right elbow, bounce, boots on the right wing, jump pass to four, straightaway three. We are even at 51 on the four, three. Crosses over twice, third time. He's going to attack on the right wing. He goes up, offensive rebound, Coleman. He lays it in, 57-53 A&M. 35 seconds left. Council inbounds to Black. Black at the top of the arc, Black into the paint, kick on the right side. Davis blocked by Boots to Solo, up ahead to Coleman. Aggies win! They are 11-2 in the SEC. And a statement made tonight at Reed Arena, 62-56. Our Wells Fargo winning moments. Wells Fargo is the official bank of Texas A&M Athletics. More St. Joseph Health postgame show to come when we return to Reed Arena. 62-56 A&M over Arkansas. This is Aggie basketball from Learfield.
62-56 is the final from Reed Arena, Texas A&M over Arkansas. Now 19-7 overall are the Aggies. 11-2 in conference play. Currently on a four-game winning streak. Still the best starts for them. SEC play now after 13 games at 11-2. And, and, John, if you go back to after Christmas, you add those two wins. That's now 13 wins in their last 15 games right. for the Aggies. Yeah, it's amazing how this team has come so far. And, uh, you know, you don't want to live in the past or whatever, but um, in putting it together, went through its ups and downs and the bumps in the road, and uh, to look at them and to, to see the – the toughness, just the grit to get it done, and and and, and, and like you know, that word. right? And, and but yeah. also the belief in themselves and in shots. I mean, Wade buries it to start the second half. Dexter buries it to start the second half. I would go to your strengths. Uh, you know, you know that's just the nature of sports. Sometimes it just you know you you, you get in front of yourself a little bit. Maybe you're a little bit too amped up a little bit, but settle down, go back to work, and absolutely put together a half that was uh, phenomenal. You, you use that word grit, and it's a huge word, and it reminds me of the tunnel to Kyle Field. Toughness, effort, discipline, pride, grit. Yeah. Right? And yeah, then, and then attitude it. is also a word right. that's in that tunnel. And uh, that, that was exemplified by the basketball team. Exactly. Tonight. And, you know, again, we, we talk about the superlatives that uh, that we use, and but it's absolutely fact. I mean, yeah. that's that's what carries the day. How about some numbers from this one? Let's start with the Aggies. 18 points for Wade Taylor, the fourth, 16 in the second half. Wade, 18 points. He had four assists. He had three rebounds. He had two steals, just two turnovers in his 33 minutes. Six of 15 from the floor. Remember, he was one of six at the half. Three of five beyond the arc, three of five from the free throw line. Two other Aggies join him in double figures, including Dexter Dennis. 14 points, 11 rebounds, his third double-double as an Aggie, the eighth of his career. 12 points for Boots Radford. Oh, and there's one more double-figure guy. That would be Anderson Garcia with 10 rebounds in this one, including four offensive rebounds. Seven points for Henry Coleman III with five rebounds. Four, uh, four points for Julius Marble with a couple of rebounds. Off the bench, Hayden Hefner with a three. Garcia, the two points with the ten rebounds. Solomon Washington with the two points. Aggie shot 19 of 54. For the game, 35%. But after shooting 30% in the first half, 41% in the second half. It would go six for 12 beyond the arc. And 18 of 22 from the free throw line. And a plus three in rebounds, 36-33. They were trailing 20 to 14 in rebounds at halftime. So that was 22 to 13 rebound advantage in the second half. Nine offensive rebounds to five for Arkansas. Aggies only turned it over nine times. You looked at that, right, because that's the transition for Arkansas. Nine of them and only four points off turnovers by Arkansas. Thirteen turnovers become 11 points for the fight in Texas Aggies. Paint points 30 to 24 Arkansas. Second chance points 6-5 A&M. Fast break points tied it to at the half 10-6 A&M at the conclusion of this game in a 62-56. Add a couple more. How about holding Arkansas to 36% and 23 points in the second half? The Aggies, a 62-56 win over the Arkansas Razorbacks. And as he does with every game, our chance to talk with Buzz Williams as he joins us here 
courtside. Buzz, John, and I have been using a whole lot of adjectives for this team, grit being one of them. Tough, poised, all of that. Your thoughts after this win over Arkansas tonight? They just don't flinch. Um, they're very accepting of who they are, who we are, what we have to do, why we have to do it. Very low ego, great humility, incredible togetherness, play with a chip, <laughs> yeah, the right kind of chip, <laughs> zero selfishness. So many things have to transpire uh, to win 11 out of 13 games. Uh, so many things have to transpire when you're six and five to win 13 out of 15 games. Mm -hmm. And uh, none of it is possible without elite character of all of the people in the program. And I don't think that any of it uh, can happen unless they're accepting of the situation that you're in. And then willing to do the work, not that it ensures success, but that it gives you a chance at success. Down nine and we win by six. Uh, and we played more possessions of zone than we have since we moved here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there was um... the beauty of this team, Buzz. We've uh, talked about this before. Everybody contributes from H is three end of the first half. One point nine on the clock. It's uh, it's uh, thirty three twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we ran that uh, four games ago, and I didn't sub, and we botched it up. And I could tell before we took the ball out, sideline out of bounds, we're about to botch this, and they know it. Why are they messing up? And I told them the next day in film. They were telling me, Coach, my bad. I go, I know, why don't y'all screw that up? <laughs> Yeah, Coach, we got confused. On, we have a different one than that one, and there is some similarities. I go, okay, it's going to happen again. When it happens again, I'm subbing. When I sub, the guy I sub, act confused, walk slowly on the floor, act like you don't know who you're subbing for. Whoever the kids are on the floor – be talking about not botching it, and you're going to know who I'm subbing in. So if you think they don't know, when they sub in, you tell them their job. It was masterful. It was. Henry was so real in acting confused. <laughs> <laughs> He's over here in East Texas screaming at me, Coach, who do I have? And I forgot that I had mentioned, act like you don't know who you have. And I'm like, so, I so got, you're, you're I not got, acting. I got mad. Yeah, I wasn't. I got mad. That's a big shot. 
Hey, how about this, though, Buzz? And we know because we see it all the time. And, I mean, you pride yourself in prepping them in timeouts and special situations. That's a special situation. And Mm -hmm. who knew how how important that three points were going to be? And then, again, uh, uh, out of bounds under. I think it was a three. Right? Again, it was like that. Yeah, it was a drop. Um, So we have a play called Sissy. I know who that's named after. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then we have a counter to Sissy that's called Bubba. <laughs> then, uh, you know, Mason's always around uh, at practice. And so one day he was here and we were uh, running Sissy and Bubba. And he goes, Dad, I don't have a play. And I go, <laughs> right now. Right now we have a play. Sub in, and I'm going to show you the play. And I sub Mason in, and we ran Mason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So somehow that leaked out in our home, and baby found out. <laughs> you got to run more out of bounds plays. So, so we've never run baby. We've never run baby. But the play you're talking about was out of a timeout. Yes, it was. So I could draw up baby. <laughs> there you go. And we the rest scored. is history. There you go. And we scored. Hey, so but Buzz, there's so many things, and you know we all look at you know offensive rebounds, phenomenal. That's a that's a great rebounding team. You just out rebounding offensive oh, man, class. They're so good. But one of the things that I think was kind of you know you got to the line a lot, the toughness getting to the rim. It's not easy to try to finish against those guys, but limiting their transition buckets. Yeah, they that, had six in the first half and none in the second half. Yeah. So um, they're a unique team with very good players, and uh, they're not the fastest team in the league, but they're fast. And um, in the first six seconds, they shoot 29% of their balls. Wow. Pretty good pace as far as transition volume. When we played them the first time, we taught our guys the next six seconds. And I started calling it semi-transition. So in the 7 to 12 second range, 21% of their shots occur. So 50% of their balls in conference play have been shot in the first 12 seconds. What makes it seem fast is not really the initial break. That's kind of normal. A little bit. It's it's yeah. We're not stopping, and here comes a drag. Here comes a double drag. Here comes zero making decisions downhill. That's to me in studying them, not trying to coach their team. That's where they're so effective, and it forces you to hurry up and get your defense set. Because there's not going to be many passes. Right. But the ball is going downhill, and zero, you can argue, is the best downhill make a decision at the appropriate time in the league. And that he's 6'7 mm-hmm. makes it even more difficult to defend. And uh, our staff has been perfect in the prep to play at their place. We fine-tuned a few things mm-hmm. going into this game. But the overall theme, very much the same. But we had evidence, guys, remember? Yeah. Now, watch what happened. Mm-hmm. Watch what happened. And that was, that was the topic of conversation through most of our ATOs because that was 
that was where they were hurting us. One of the things, Buzz, that stuck out to me that because I know you don't change defenses a lot, but in the second half, you really we started had a, with yeah, the change. Started, yeah, you started. So was, you had them off balance, but and I don't think people really understand. You don't just show up and do something different. That takes so much preparation, so much belief, and sometimes you don't. Not everybody's on the same page because you're going back and forth. But the communication that they exhibit, getting people to the right place, and oh, oh, by the way, know where Davis is because he's a guy that we're going to cover when they try to extend the. Hey, so um. They were averaging 4.9 threes made going into tonight. And number four, I believe, had three at half. Yes. And they made five. So uh, our zone defense is named after the first assistant coach I ever hired. His name is Scott Monarch. Okay. I always thought you like butterflies. Yeah, and so Monarch <laughs> is his last name. He was the first assistant that I hired at the University of New Orleans. When I was a manager for Coach Orr, 90 to 92, when I left to go be a manager at OCU, Coach Orr hired an assistant, and his name was Scott Monarch. So I met Coach Monarch in the fall of 1993 because every year from 1993 until 2008 when I hired Coach I had to go speak to the team at Navarro. Okay. So whether I was a student, assistant, head coach, et cetera. So I got the job at New Orleans. I hired Monarch. At that time, he was the head coach at Panola. So that defense we run, he's the one that taught it to me. And so it's his name because to honor him. <laughs> um, we practice Monarch uh, six possessions two day before. We practiced Monarch six possessions one day before, and we practiced Monarch three possessions at shoot-around. We've never ran it. Um, uh, going into tonight, in uh, however many possessions we've played, so tonight, um, was tonight game 25 or game 26? 26. So tonight was game 26. That's, well, I, I should have. I should have caught that. <laughs> we had we had played Monarch twenty six possessions through twenty through twenty six through twenty six games. Wow! We had played Monarch going into tonight. Yeah, twenty six wow. possessions, and we played. Uh, I'll ha I'll have to look it, but I would say it's close to twenty six in the second half. It's hard to have the discipline, for sure. For me, hey guys. Let's give eight minutes to this. All success is a lagging indicator. Let's give eight minutes. At some point, we're going to need it. We love our defense. We spend an inordinate amount of time on our zone press, half-court defense. It constitutes 70% of our practice every day. We've practiced 70 times. But we have done those possessions throughout the season. And I always tell them when I'm ready to be done with that, guys, I think we have to invest right here. It's gonna, we're going we're gonna to have to have it at some point. So we finish in the locker room uh, huddle, and we're walking out, and V says, it's their ball, it's their ball. we got to get off to a good start. And as the kids are walking out, guys, we're playing Monarch. We're starting in Monarch. We're starting in Monarch. 
Man, but again, it, it, you know, and me over here, I see you making the hand signal, and, and, I, yeah, and you're, you're you're flying like a butterfly or whatever else, and I'm going like, oh, is this a good time to do that? Is this go back with the man? I know. You know, it's just it's, it it's takes gutty. A lot. It's I know gutty. it's gutty, and it's hard on my gut. <laughs> you get the stops, and then Wade Taylor happens in the man, beginning he, of that second half. I'm his biggest fan. I've been <laughs> I've been saying that since last year early. Like I just, I'm I'm not a good coach for him because. I'm 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 a bigger fan than I am. You've, you've coach. been from day one. Uh, You're day I, one. I, day I, one. I was I was a, I actually think that's a portion of why he came here, <laughs> because his dad, who was a college player at Midwestern, and his his sisters are really uh, the all-time leading assist player currently at Southwest Texas. They knew from the very beginning. I adored him. I loved him. <laughs> like I believed in him, because there's. He's the guy that you want to watch and you want to come up with reasons why he's good but not good enough. And I think a lot of people recruited him as such. And Devin was sold on him from the beginning. I was sold on him from the beginning. Obviously, that was during COVID. But it, uh, the second place that we went as a staff on the second day we were employed at Texas A&M was to Lancaster wow. High School. Wow. And uh, – we were all in from the beginning, and I think his family, including four, knew that, appreciated that, respected that. And you, I mean. Oh, he had that you, stretch. You talk, you, man, that, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we could go on forever. One more, though. Dex. Go ahead. Dex. How about Dex's toughness? Another double-double. The uh, coaches were talking about him when I went in there to change, and I go, hey, guys. He's more mature than anybody in this coach's life. <laughs> he's for sure tougher. Hey, yeah. like, no, no, for that's, sure tougher. No, I don't know about mature, but, he, but tougher, maybe. I promise you, he's more – he is the same person every single day. Playing good, playing bad. Shooting with buzz, making all of them, missing all of them. Never, never, ever, ever has any zero, zero drama. I, I I adore him. You know, I, like I've I've never the only player I've coached like that that's had an immediate impact is Trent Lockett. That's the year we went to the Elite Eight. Yeah. And Trent shows up, I don't know him, and he just has a way about him. Deck shows up, don't know him, and he just has a way about him. Like he is so respected within the organization because he gives his all every single day. Whether it's a drill, whether we're playing, whether it's a game, film study. I mean, he sits next to me at every film session we've ever had. I mean, you you should see his notes. Like he's, uh, you know, that person when you go to court and they're typing yeah, on one of the stenographer. Yeah, yeah, he's a stenographer wow. with okay, a pen. You know, one of the th one of the things that I would say is what shows the game is probably over. He he never takes off. No, nothing. He stole the ball on the inbounds nothing. pass because yeah, he nothing. played center field and backed nothing. up and got that. He, we we do zigzag every day, and and our players, in my voice, imitate me. <laughs> Competes on every bounce. <laughs> yes, he does because yeah. they heard me say it so much. I mean, he is competing yeah, he on the bounce per bounce. Just. <laughs> Love God, it. I'm so glad he's Love in the room. Hey, great win, Coach. Thank you so great much, win. Buzz. Win. Appreciate you. it. Buzz Williams joining us courtside. We'll wrap up the St. Joseph Health Post Game Show. When we return, this is Aggie Basketball from Learfield.
wrapping up a 62-56 win over Arkansas, Texas A&M 11-2 in conference play. Last mirror opponent on Saturday, John, that's Missouri. You think this team gives you troubles? Oh. Missouri offensively is something special because you just don't see the way the Tigers play. The Aggies got them early. They made it interesting. Aggies still won by 20, but you and I had said we watched that 40 minutes. If you're looking at just the final, you have no idea what kind of roller coaster that is. No, it is, and, and again, we always know that each team presents us separate or different challenges, and uh, – what I would say is Missouri is, is as different as you're going to get because they're free shooters. Uh, they, they play with a, a, a big that is a three-point shooter. Everybody on their team can fill it up. <laughs> yeah. And they, when they get hot, it's scary. And they're playing in front of big crowds now. <laughs> playing in front of big, big crowds at home now in Columbia. Kind of got that place rocking again. So that's going to be a real challenge going up there. But, again, this was a, this was a big win tonight. Uh, again, it's one of those things that also you put, it, it goes into your memory banks and your confidence level that you can do what you can do in, in a lot of different circumstances. It doesn't have to be a perfect game for you to come out with a big win. No, but 11-2. and two, I just, <laughs> Again, I, it's not at a loss for words. Sometimes I don't feel the adjective describes it enough. I don't think – yeah, I don't think that we do it justice. No. You know, I no. don't. And, but the 11,000-plus here – they understand. You know it when you see it, right? right? You know it when you see it. And I just think this team is perfect for this school. No, and, and I, you know, we, we travel or sit next to the TV guys, and uh, every time, the last four times when they take their headsets off, they turn around and look at me, or, or they have said, what an environment. Yeah. And uh, deservedly so, these guys have earned it. Absolutely. 5 o'clock on Saturdays when we tip, 4.30, the Dos Equis tip-off show, the Aggies and the Missouri Tigers. For Dr. John Thornton, for Aisha Jackson, the producer of Aggie Basketball in our Learfield Studios, for head coach Buzz Williams, and for head coach Jim Schlossnagel, who's 1-0 this year, joining us. Although I am going to tell Schloss it was a second-half comeback. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I'm going to do that a little bit later on. Yes, we'll that's for wait sure. On, let's wait on that one. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm Andrew Monaco. We thank you so much for joining us. Thanks and gig em. This is Aggie Basketball from Learfield. On the Texas A&M Sports Network, this has been the Post Game Show, presented by St. Joseph, your primary partner for primary care and the official health care provider of Texas A&M Athletics. This has been Texas A&M Basketball, brought to you by Bud Light. It's for the fans. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Texas A&M Sports Network.